0: All right, here we are. Thanksgiving is upon us. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Mark. What are you thankful for? Uh, In your NFL fandom, uh, there's obviously a storied history with the Chicago Bears, so a long history there to go through.
1: I'm thankful at least my grandfather got to see the Bears win a Super Bowl. Uh, You know, I I don't know if I'm going to make it in my lifetime uh, at the ripe old age of 30 here now. Uh, But, no, you know, obviously I'm thankful that there is a season. uh, There was a time where this uh, whole thing looked like it wasn't going to happen for a lot of sports. And I, in general, you know, football obviously being the main, but uh, thankful for sports in general. It is such a, um, it brings me such joy, brings a lot of people joy, it changes people's lives. Uh, I know people say a lot of times sports is silly or it's stupid and not meaningful. I couldn't disagree more, uh, and I, I am just thankful to have in my life, and uh, thankful as always that the the NFL gives us football on Thanksgiving, uh, because uh, when you don't want to talk to your awkward uncle it is the best thing in the world to just focus <laughs> in on the game. You know what I mean?
0: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. It it provides that very much needed entertainment. Uh, and there wasn't always an evening game, you know, so th- to be able to have a full day of football is awesome as well uh, here on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm, I'm thankful uh, as well for the season. Obviously it's been a great uh, distraction from a lot of the just unfortunate stuff that has come with the year 2020. So to be able to to have that entertainment aspect, to be able to cheer on your teams, play fantasy football, all that fun stuff is great. Thankful for Art Rooney years ago, uh, one of the pioneers in the league, along with George Halas and the like, uh, to be able to kind of, you know, help instill a storied franchise that brought six Super Bowls. Uh, I'm thankful that I was able to see two of them and hopefully another one this year. We'll see how that goes. But, yeah, just um, – Really looking forward to a great day full of football. Uh, this is being recorded on Tuesday, so uh, you know some things may change uh, by the time Thanksgiving comes around, but I hope you all uh, enjoy the day nonetheless. Uh, that is, of course, Mark, uh, we kind of went into a situation uh, on our show a couple days ago with how the Ravens and Steelers game was somewhat in question given the Ravens had a lot of positive um, tests. and as of today, Tuesday, there are still uh, more tests. I believe it's up to 10 now in the organization amongst the staff and players. We know J.K Dobbins, Mark Ingram won't be able to play for this game. We'll get to the matchups in just a little bit. But before we get into all of that, folks, um, want to go over a quick reason for the tradition behind uh, Thanksgiving football. It's actually uh, quite an interesting one. and as we all know by now, the Lions and Cowboys, it's become a staple, and unfortunately the past, you know, couple decades, they haven't really produced great games because the Lions haven't been good for a while. And the Cowboys, uh, you know, we'll give them like the Tony Romo years
1: and stuff They were and, you know, exciting, a, yes, a few years yes, ago. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. They've they've certainly had exciting the matchups, maybe not so much. Um, but we'll we gotta go all the way back to nineteen thirty four. So the the Detroit Lions are kind of what started this tradition. And that was uh, way back in the, in the 30s. George A. Richards, who at the time in Detroit was a, um, a radio mogul. Uh, he, he ran a radio station out there in Detroit, uh, and he brought the then Spartans, they were called the Spartans at the time, moved the team to Detroit in 1934, and they really had struggle filling this, uh, a problem filling the seats. I think it was like 15,000 was the average attendance for a game. Um, so he came up, he was a marketing genius and was kind of, you know, had his foot in the media, uh, industry. So he figured let's get NBC on board to broadcast a game on Thanksgiving. They did it in 1934. He got it on 94 stations nationwide and it kind of took a life of its own. Uh, They were able to sell out their stadium, which I was 26,000 seat stadium at the time. And ever since then, the Detroit Lions have played on uh, Thanksgiving. And as for the Cowboys, it took us uh, several decades later for that to kind of become uh, a tradition for Dallas. Uh, but then general manager Tex Schramm, who was also obviously a marketing genius. He's the one who created the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Um, he decided to kind of pick up on that trend and said, you know, we got a young coach in Tom Landry uh, we're, you know, not, I guess, selling as much as we want. So he said, let's, let's do a Thanksgiving game as well. They ended up, they were at the cotton bowl at the time. They ended up, uh, bringing nearly 81,000 fans <laughs> to that venue <laughs> That's crazy. for, uh, for Thanksgiving in, uh, 1966. So, uh, ever since then, it's been, uh, you know, a stronghold for these two teams. So yeah, for those, those of you curious that is, uh, why the Lions and Cowboys play everything? I'll just I mean, quite a cool. Yeah, I'll just say
1: it's it's really important. I think with the Lions more so to think about fifty. They couldn't sell out a stadium in nineteen in the nineteen thirties, and you got to remember Detroit. A lot of people, you know, they poo poo on Detroit now as a city, but Detroit in the nineteen twenties and thirties was the third largest American city population behind only New York and Chicago. So New York, I mean, Detroit at one point in time. Uh, was, you know, one of the a world's powerhouse. largest cities in a global powerhouse. Uh, obviously, it's a much different city now. It uh, changes, you know, obviously in the late 60s and 70s especially. Uh, but uh, it, it that's crazy to think, you know, that's how bad football was in Detroit. And people just didn't care. And so, uh, and now, uh, you know, Thanksgiving days in Detroit are like huge tradition. I know it's a bummer for a lot of uh, Detroit Lions fans. I've seen on Twitter that, uh, the stadium's not going to be full, obviously, because of COVID, but uh, they always pack it up well, and it is a it is a, a bucket list of mine to go to a Lions game on Thanksgiving. I think that would be ultimate bucket list, so much fun to do, uh, especially if they were playing the Bears uh, on a day like that.
0: I was going to say, I'm not sure if they if the Bears have uh, ever played. They've played on Thanksgiving on plenty Thanksgiving. of times. They, uh, they've okay.
1: done, I actually think they've done um, –
0: Oh actually I was looking up that there was one that said one of the greatest games was Detroit beating Chicago now that I remember like 55 to 21 one year and like Chicago
1: Detroit play a lot on Thanksgiving cuz it's a good TV draw and I'm pretty sure there was a time there was a year a couple a couple years ago Packers Bears on the late game on a on a on a on a uh, a Thanksgiving if I'm not mistaken as well
0: Yeah there there's been um some really good matchups and I think I think the more they can bring divisional matchups into this, regardless of um, record, because obviously the games are set ahead of time. So you can never really anticipate yeah. uh, where the teams will be at in that year. I think they should, you know, try and focus more on uh, making them consistent divisional games because uh, the draw will be there regardless. And you could probably bet at least one of two teams in the division will be in the position to kind of vie for a playoff run uh, at some point uh, on Thanksgiving. So yeah, I, I I think those are, those are really cool. And um, obviously I think this year I was thinking about it it might be the most guilt free for the players because obviously it, it really, it's great for us fans, but it sucks that the players don't get to spend it with their families. Right. But this year it's like a lot of people aren't in the first place because you don't want to be uh, traveling or or going to visit and have large family gatherings, uh, especially when you're around so many people, uh, as NFL players often are so this year may be the most I guess guilt-free for the players if you think of it it's that a real way. solid spin
1: zone by you I know I like that it's a great spin <laughs> that's, zone that's I'm, I'm trying all right uh let's uh let's dive into it here we got three games we will talk Raider uh Ravens Steelers and if it ends up getting canceled uh obviously as we Dan said we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon uh, then forget everything we said, and we'll uh, talk about that. And, and we'll, we'll we'll readdress another time, but we'll we'll spend more a little more time on the other two games, and uh, and then we will talk Raiders and Steelers as well. So let's get it started, Dan.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and the as of today, the NFL has said that they're sticking with that Thursday night game. So yes, we'll we'll see how how things go. Uh, but for now, we'll stick with the plan. So uh, we'll do the first game, the first game slated there, twelve thirty p.m. Eastern time. It's the Houston Texans. At the Detroit Lions, the Lions are, are plus three, so Houston favored here by a field goal in this one. And, you know, Deshaun's coming off of a monster game. Uh, short week for both teams, obviously. Stafford didn't look so healthy. So this one's, uh, you know, a little bit up in the air. Uh, you know, obviously Houston's had a really tough year, uh, and Detroit has been competitive at times, but at the, at the same time have really looked lackluster And it looks like right now the Lions may once again be without Kenny Galladay. As of this recording, um, he's been questionable, limited in participant. But usually on a short week when you're dealing with a player that didn't play the previous week, they'll probably go with a precautionary thing there. But your thoughts, Mark? on the Texans at the
1: Lions. Well, the wheels are falling off for the Detroit Lions. I mean, we talked about it with that loss to Carolina, the injury to Matt Stafford, that thumb, he did not look right. Uh, there's no juice and no energy right now around the franchise. They had that mini run, which I predicted. Uh, it was it was predictable, but I think it's all all of that energy and mojo is gone. Swift, we still don't even know. I mean, he missed last game. And meanwhile, the Texans are a team... Uh, that is in such a weird spot because they were a team that had expectations. The wheels fell off for of them really early. Uh, and now they're actually playing a little bit better football. And and for Deshaun Watson, it's a, it's a huge pride thing They They know this is uh, something where they're not going to get another chance at national TV. I think the rest of this year uh, to show up, uh, put on a show. I, I love the Texans in this game and Deshaun Watson. I think they, uh, I think they win and they cover the three. I would take the, I'm going to take the, the Texans somewhere around, uh, 27 17 27 20 something like that
0: gotcha so you would probably then be on the under there they have it at 51 as of i'll right take the now. under because i don't because uh, I, I think the
1: texans yeah. can get to maybe 30 i just don't see the lions getting to 30 and jj watt is one of those guys you know primetime game he'll show up have a, a moment or two he wants to be I uh, have that face plastered all over for his subway commercials, uh, and you know eating a turkey leg at the end of that one. So I, I just think here's, here's uh the, the Texans. Yeah, uh, I I don't I don't see the Lions being able to put up much points, even though the Texans defense doesn't scare me. Uh, the Stafford injury, Swift, no Galladay. Uh, you know,
0: yeah, yeah, I I agree actually too, because uh, when it's two teams that are somewhat similar in similar circumstances um, have had uh, similar paths so far. Uh, in the NFL, I'm going to err on the side of the quarterback I trust more. And at this point, obviously, Stafford is dealing with
1: something. It's torn ligaments uh, that in is, his right it, thumb.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's clearly taking, you know, a, a toll yeah. on his ability. Because last week you could just see it, it was not feeling right. Because at first they said it was, you know, like a sprain. And then you're like, well, okay. But that's, I mean, that should be all right. Especially with how tough Stafford yeah. is. But, yeah, when we got torn ligaments, I mean, that's that's really not something to play around with. Um, so I just think because of that, I'm going to go with Deshaun. He's, you know, coming off of a, a big game. I, I take them to win. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty similar to you. I think I'm going to go with like 23-17 in this one. Somewhat low, low scoring, but uh, Texans coming out on top by six uh, in this one, 23-17. All right, moving on to the afternoon game, 430 Eastern time the Washington football team at the Dallas Cowboys, the Cowboys here coming in off of a huge win um, over Minnesota, uh, a red hot Vikings team that, that seemed to be humming at that point. Uh, they got Andy Dalton back. The Cowboys did CD lamb made some incredible catches and uh, this team's just, you know, in stride, but so was Washington, obviously with Alex Smith getting his first uh, win back from injury. So, you know, Washington's been playing well. Their defensive line has been getting after it. So uh, both teams vying for first place in the division still with a 3-7 and seven record. How do you see this one playing out? Currently the Cowboys favored by three. Uh,
1: I like the Cowboys. I It's weird. I think the matchup of this game is obviously the Cowboys offensive line versus the strength of the Washington football team defensive line. Um, but I, I, there's something about that win for the Cowboys in Minnesota I think it's a building win and also uh you got to remember when you're the home team on a short week when you play on Thursday that is a huge benefit because the other team loses at least a half a day of practice on you because they do have to travel um I Washington the strength of their team is their defensive line uh if they're going to win the game it's going to be because their defensive line has a massive game um and uh I, I but I Listen, I don't like either of these teams. I If I had to choose right now, though, I, I have a little more faith in Andy Dalton and that offense rolling and moving uh, and uh, at home, Cowboys Thanksgiving. I I don't like either. I wouldn't bet this game, certainly the line. I, I w- If you just had to force me to take a money line and, like, who do I think my gut feeling is going to win, I'll take the Cowboys. I think it's fairly high scoring because I don't love the Cowboys defense and I don't love the back end of Washington's defense. Uh, so I guess I'll say something like oh twenty seven twenty four Cowboys. I know that means they cover, but I don't like it. It's not, it's just weird. I don't like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, this this is one to stay away from uh, on the sports books. I know there's only a few games, but if you can, folks, try and avoid this one. Um, I, I I'm somewhat in the sim- similar boat, but I I'm actually going right, to Washington to win this this football game. And and the reason that I'm taking them is I think it's a big day for Antonio Gibson. The Cowboys really haven't been able to stop the run very well. Gibson's been on a roll. Um, You know, they got a game-breaker in Terry McLaurin to match, you know, a game-breaker in CeeDee Lamb. And I just take the Washington defense over Dallas. So that's where I I really think this comes down to it. I think Washington's defense shuts down Zeke, and I think they get after Dalton enough to maybe force an Aaron throw and, you know, win the turnover battle somehow. I just – Kind of feel like it's Washington's day in this one. So I'm going to take Washington winning, not by a lot. I do agree kind of that it might be a little bit higher scoring. So I'm going to go like 30-25 Washington gets. The if
1: 20. it's ugly and low scoring, I love Washington. If it's ugly yeah, and I, messy I, I, and it's turnovers and then, yeah, then Washington's got a huge advantage because of that defensive line. I. I just have a feeling this is going to all there's going to be some breakouts going to be some big plays and uh and uh you know Dalton's one of those guys I I just I think him getting a little bit of mojo back and 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 playing well against Minnesota that's what leans me towards it but your your arguments very convincing so I'm I'm using this time to reconvince myself cuz I was very convinced by your argument
0: Look it it could go either way certainly um but that, yeah, that is just my feeling. I think it'll be a great day for daily fantasy. If anyone's, uh, you know, yeah. interested in that type of stuff, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to making my lineup out of this uh, slate because I do think there will be some big plays offensive especially weapons. In that game. Yeah. yeah, for sure. All right. So obviously, you know, what most people are looking forward to, and I would, and I'm not just saying that as a Steelers fan, but two playoff teams uh, currently in the hunt Steelers trying to remain undefeated Ravens trying to get back in the win column after a tough loss against Tennessee Baltimore Ravens at Pittsburgh this time. Uh, Steelers did get the win earlier this year, albeit it was a very close and went down to the literal last play. Steelers at home, four-point favorite against the Ravens. They have the over-under 45 on this one. They usually are, uh, you know, low-scoring affairs. Um, what are your thoughts, Mark, before I get Okay,
1: on? so uh... – Obviously, on paper, I love this matchup for the Steelers, especially if Baltimore's going to be missing key personnel uh, from the running back spot. Obviously, with Dobbins and Ingram, uh, and then maybe even some coaches. Who know? Who knows? And a short week—that's going to play a huge factor into this. I think, though, um, I, I I'm finding myself I'm not betting this game either because, and I'll tell you why. Obviously, anytime you have major uh, players involved with COVID and sitting out, that. That really throws me. I, 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 as much as I love the game of football and I, I watch every almost every game, you don't know what backups will do in big moments. This is going to be a huge stage, and and, and so that type of stuff scares me with fumbles and, and turnovers and things like that. Um, obviously, I just the worry for me is ever it's going to be we're all on the Steelers. You know what I mean? I can just see that graphic right now on sure. Sunday night we're all on the Steelers and uh and I can see that you know uh the uh, the, the the mess of the with, with uh, the Ravens and covid right now I will I would bet the Steelers in a money line to win I don't like the lines I don't like four I think that's that number that's Vegas is 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 begging you uh to bet to take Steelers covering that four um Man, I'll take the Steelers just because they're playing great football right now. They're a healthier team. They're a better football team. They're at home. But I, it would not shock me at all if the Ravens come out playing incredibly inspired football and uh, steal a win from Pittsburgh here. I don't know if that really matters long term, but I it, uh, and I still think Steelers would probably be a better, better football team. Wouldn't be shocked. But if you had to you know, make me choose, I'll take the Steelers in this game.
0: Well, you know, the Ravens are, are going to be, you know, coming in playing inspired football. I mean, they, they just got, you know, beaten over time in a very, very physical game. Those are, those are hard games to turn around and then play yeah. on Thursday, let alone they've got, uh, you know, two main pieces of their backfield missing. Uh, it's unfortunate. I wish they were at full strength because as a Steelers fan, I would love to just see both teams going at each other with their best. But... It, it, as of right now, it seems they're going to play the game. Uh, Gus Edwards is going to be the guy. He's actually had some yeah. good games against the Steelers in the past couple years, so I'm not necessarily just going to say that uh, you know I'm going to uh, disregard him as a piece in this offense. But I will say this, man. I Pretty much every matchup when it's Raven-Steelers, I know that it's going to be a three-point game, and I usually flip and flip-flop. I usually say, well, they're going to split every year for the most part and it's going to be three-point games each way. One team's going to win by four. One team's going to win by three, whatever it is. Um, this is the year and the game in which I think the Steelers break that trend. I think the Steelers not only sweep the Ravens in the divisional series, I think the Steelers win by um, multiple possessions in this okay. game. And that is that. That is not something I've ever felt confident saying. and I And I'm not even sure that I'm like – you know, super confident in this, but I just have a feeling that it just strikes me as a, a week where one, day, they, they can take advantage of some misfortunes from Baltimore. It's at home. The Steelers have, you know, pride at stake because look, even though they are 10 and Oh, they're still somehow, you know, flying under the radar. Like if, if new England was 10 and zero at this point, this would be plastered yeah. all over every news outlet right now. They also but have Kansas rather, city you know,
1: putting the pressure on them still. They can, that is Correct. a real thing for the Steelers, and I and I and I. So I get what you're saying with that as well.
0: This is their most difficult game for the rest of the year, outside of you know the Colts, and they play Buffalo. So it's th- this is a, a very pivotal moment for them to kind of uh, you know keep that train rolling. And so in this in this one, I, I see the Steelers coming on top. I have it thirty to twenty-one Pittsburgh. Okay. Um and. You know, so it's it, it, they're they're not winning by two possessions by a lot. You know, it's only nine points, but I still think you know t- in, in this rivalry that's that is a huge no, it margin. Is.
1: You know? hey, listen, I couldn't agree with you more. You want to see these two teams at full strength. I think also we as football fans, like I, you know, and I fall into this all the time. I keep saying, oh well, they got to show up, like they're you know what I mean, as opposed to saying you know trust your eyes. The Ravens have looked out of sync pretty much all year. I mean, they've beaten up on bad teams. Uh, stat padding in some of the earlier games of the season, but now when you just like trust your eyes, trust your gut, and just know that the Steelers are playing way better football right now than the Ravens. Uh, the thing that throws a wrench into us, if the Ravens were in the NFC West, I would I'd have no problem saying, "Oh yeah, I mean the Ra- the Steelers going to crush the Ravens." You know what I mean? But because it's divisional game. <laughs> It's it's prime time. It's uh, Ravens. You said all these games. That's like that's where it can get funky, can get weird, and uh, and and for the Steelers, I mean, they finally covered when they were a favorite against Jacksonville, and so yes. I, I, it's uh, they, Mike Tomlin will have his guys ready. Uh, it's gonna be a fun. I hope I hope the game happens. I hope it's gonna be fun to watch. And, uh, and, uh, and we'll see Steelers 11 to zero. if they get through this, I really think they, ha- that's th- they have a legitimate shot at 16 to
0: zero. Yeah. Same here. I, I do see this as being a very, very important game in terms of the magnitude of their season. Look, I mean, if they win, they clinch a playoff berth. Yeah. Too, so. Mentally. What does you that know, do it's, for it's,
1: Baltimore too? I mean that their season could start right. unraveling. Right quickly when they still would have you, you fall to six yeah well but That's, they would still have you know. <laughs> plenty of chances to make the playoffs and be in the thick of it but mentally yeah. it could unravel them so quickly
0: yeah and it depends what the browns do that yeah. way too because if the browns get an eighth eighth win now all of a sudden you're the ravens you're you're fighting for that wild card spot you know for dear yeah. life at it's that gonna point. be fun so yeah it there's there's a lot riding on that one for sure so should be in a very exciting day. We hope you all stay safe. Um, and if, if you're with family you know, enjoy your time with the family, uh, and, and, you know, be sharing your thanks for, you know, all, all of our friends and family that have been supporting us, especially through such a tough year. Um, so hope you all stay, stay safe. Uh, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, uh, eat lots of stuffing, lots of turkey and, um, We'll see you back here next week, Mark. Any last? Uh, words?
1: No, if you uh, all, I'll say this is that if you listen to this show, we are thankful for you, and so uh, and we appreciate it. And uh, also, have a turkey leg for me because I'm the turkey leg guy. I I don't eat anything <laughs> but go. the turkey leg, and my aunt already knows. I get the turkey legs. That's just a fact. And I, I. There you go. You set that aside. I for pretend Mark. like I'm at Walt Disney World. No one else wants the turkey leg, so it's like that's my favorite part. I just get to eat the turkey leg. They're fantastic. I just walk around I, like I a caveman, great. and uh, I'm like, that's mine. <laughs> I already know. I don't even have to. I don't even have to fight for it. They know. It's like it's just established.
0: <laughs> like it. All right. In the Hespin household, that is Mark Hespin claiming his turkey leg right there does phil get the other one is there is there ever a no i get both uh they're they're mine. You get both. and okay, uh okay.
1: and uh you know it makes me feel like uh you know jj watt and uh i think jj watt's gonna be eating a turkey leg on uh, on thursday as well
0: there we go and hope you all enjoy your turkey legs or uh you know any of the fantastic meals that we're all sure to have on thanksgiving so once again have a great thanksgiving yes mark thank you um for pointing that out we are very thankful for our loyal listeners. I hope you all got some fun out of this and some entertainment and uh, hope you get a great amount of entertainment out of today's three games. So uh, we'll see you back here in a few days. Uh, Have a great Thanksgiving and a safe week.